L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Continuing on with our positional power rankings here in the Steelers standard. We're going to look at cornerbacks today. We're dwindling down the amount of positions that we can look at. We've got one left after this, the offensive line groupings. We're not going to go tackle centers, guard, but groupings of offensive linemen. But we saved the worst for last, and we are going to look at our cornerbacks today. This is not to say that this is second second to last worst or whatever, right? Good work. You didn't even you. Have, you, it's the best how you didn't have to say anything there, but you chose to open your mouth and sound like an <laughs> idiot anyway. Got a couple honorable mentions I'd like to work through before we get to my list. Uh, Darius Slay, big pace, big play Slay Ooh, made my list. Slay in your top outside. Honorable mention, okay. Kenny Moore from Indianapolis. Stephon Gilmore, former defensive player of the year. Also honorable my honorable mention. mentions. And Pat Sertan the second. But that dude is going to be climbing up this list and climbing up this list fast. He's For the sure. real deal. He actually just missed. I had him as my number 11 guy. Another guy maybe you have in your top 10 that I just left out, Denzel Ward. He is in my top 10. There you go. You just hate him because he's a Brown. Maybe. Very possible. All right. Number 10 on my list is a guy we actually talked about a bit when we did our episode today about Larry Ogunjobi when we were looking at uh, Levi Wallace, and that's Tredavious White from Buffalo. Okay. Um, This dude is arguably one of the league's best defensive cornerbacks. That's an oxymoron. Um, He's obviously on one of the league's best defenses, and he's the number one cornerback on that defense is what I meant to say. Um, He has only allowed, or he has never allowed a passer rating over 80 in any of his five NFL campaigns, and he was on pace last year to have maybe his best year ever. Tore his ACL on Thanksgiving, though. Season ended prematurely. You have to wonder, maybe the firepower we saw in that game against the Chiefs would have been quelled a little bit if the number one guy was out there for Buffalo in their secondary, but... I think the reason why he might not be a little higher on my list and maybe other people's lists out there is because of that injury that he suffered on Thanksgiving and will he bounce back from that. But the numbers clearly bear out, and it's been enough of a sample size now to know that he's one of the best in the NFL. Definitely top 10 worthy. I got him as my number nine guy. Oh, there you go. Nice. So I I can see why. I mean, <clears throat> he as you said, he plays on one of these great defenses and and as you said, as you alluded to, the conversation we had about the pairing of him and Levi Wallace in Buffalo last year probably would have been the number two cornerback pairing 
it was number one because I think the number the number one was without both of its starters, and I'm looking at Baltimore for Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Would would that be fair? Mm-hmm. That's, That's one, fair. and then Buffalo just only got up to that number one spot, which means number two ain't bad either. Both Levi Walls and Tre'Davious White, both great, but I think Tre'Davious White is obviously that piece that Buffalo looks to for the future of their defense, especially in the pass production game. I you had hit him at number ten. I had him right right in front of number nine. Who's your number ten? Number ten, I got Trayvon Diggs. A little bit higher on my list. Okay, yeah. Some people are like, he was AP first team All Pro. He should be top five. He He's had all those little, interceptions. Little those interceptions are a little bit misleading. He is not the best when it comes to his next well, gen sure, stats and coverage. Sh- sure, he did lead the league in interceptions with eleven. However, you must remember. That those eleven receptions, or sorry, those eleven interceptions, all for the majority came in the first what eight or nine weeks of the season. It's a little eye opening to me when someone has such a strong start to a season interception wise, yet they continue to keep throwing to your side of the field. Exactly. Doesn't that so, tell you everything? So he did lead the league with interceptions, but he also was in last and court and and. And coverage corners with yards allowed and defensive penalties. They kept targeting him. And maybe it's a little bit of a, a thing working in his favor, too, where, oh, these targets come my way, so I'm going to make the most of it and have 11 interceptions. It's great that he did that. But, again, if you see a corner get, like, six interceptions in the first couple weeks of a season, normally the M.O. is to work away from him in the upcoming weeks and not keep throwing the ball towards him. And as I mentioned, Tom, seven of those 11 interceptions came in the first six weeks of the season. Didn't he have his more touchdowns than his brother at one point last year, too? Than Stefan? Yeah. Maybe. For, for, for a brief Well, moment. I think so, because he had seven through six weeks. <laughs> I mean, Stefan takes is great, but we I think he took a not a, a, a huge step back, but just because he his, had tw- a slower start last his year. 2020 season was probably the best season of his career. for the Even like considering future seasons. By far, as of to that point, it was... It's just hard to repeat that success year after year. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So, there you go, Tom. I mean, it wasn't just that they kept throwing the ball in his direction despite seven interceptions in the first six weeks of the season. He also, not after they continuously throw the ball in his direction, he got worse when it came to coverage Yeah, as the season went on. Number nine for me, I got Denzel Ward, guy who's just off your just list. Just off of my Cleveland list. Brown made his second Pro Bowl last year, played in 15 games. He had three interceptions, and he allowed a 76.6 opposing passer rating against in coverage. Um, well thought to be the best player in Cleveland's secondary, uh, maybe the best player in Cleveland's defense overall, or second best player on Cleveland's mm-hmm. defense overall behind Miles Garrett, of course. But, you know, five foot 11, 190 pounds might not be the biggest corner, but he's physical, he's great in press man coverage, and he's got great quickness and agility. Uh, he's really got the full package and still on the younger side of his career. So uh, already established himself, in my mind at least, as a top 10 corner, and I think he only has room to move up on this list, not down it. Totally fair. As, as you mentioned, he was just outside of my top 10 possibly because I have a little AFC North bias in me. However, that AFC North bias did not prevent me from including this guy who comes in at number eight on my list, Marlon Humphrey. Because Trayvon Diggs was number nine, right? Trayvon Diggs Diggs was 10. Tredavious White White was was nine. nine. That's right. My number eight guy, Marlon Humphrey. We see we're all over the place with each other because my number eight guy is Trayvon Diggs. So we're right over top of each other. Did you include either Baltimore cornerback 
in your top ten. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey's in my number seven spot. Oh, well, so there we're you like go. literally right. Okay, on top I of wasn't each other. sure. It, I I paused just because when we do these lists, it's up to us. How much do you include the actual 2021 season versus the potential for 2022? And it's really hard to, to to just shove aside the fact that he missed a lot of 2022, or a lot of 2021. Right. Rather. But yeah, I got Marlon Humphrey in my number eight. And I have him at number seven. So we can just talk about him now because sure. we already talked about my number eight, Trayvon Diggs. Um, I, I think Humphrey is the best player on that Baltimore defense. If you had to to ask me probably play, second best overall be. only behind Lamar on the team. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be I'd be okay with that. But he is just so important to that defense. Um he loves to slide on the inside in sub packages, which is something that uh is so valuable. He can play at any spot on the field and he can do it effectively. Um he's only 25 years old. So yeah. he's got so much potential after already showing how great he can be in this league. Another guy that's only going to move up on this list. Um, and uh, the new defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, has come in and said that he really wants to preach positional fluidity throughout their defense. And that's what his you know talking point has been this offseason. <laughs> No one is better suited for that, not just in the Ravens secondary, but maybe mm-hmm. in the NFL than Marlon Humphrey. He is a Swiss Army knife. Yep. But also, you know, you, you say Swiss Army knife about a guy, and it can be kind of a negative where they're not as great of a player, but they just fill a lot of roles. Cam Sutton kind of fills in that right. spot. He ain't Cam Sutton. No offense to Cam Sutton. He's that Swiss Army knife, but also right. on the elite side of things as far as a cornerback is concerned. Absolutely. And did you. By any chance, included Marcus Peters on your list. I did not. He he. I didn't probably think could to, be my honorable man. I was gonna say I didn't think to put him in there, but he could have been. I had three guys. That's usually the max I want to include for an honorable mention. More injured all of last year than Humphrey missed right. all the time. And uh, when I think of Humphrey, I think of this dude's gonna shut down into somebody. When I think of Peters, it's more big play pick six potential. But he will give up a big play his own right every once sure. in a while. And that's why we included Humphrey and not Peters. Mm-hmm. So I had I had Peters as my number eight. You had him as your number seven. Humphrey as your number. Sorry, eight. Humphrey is my yep, number. He was my number seven. So who's your number seven? My number seven. I have ten, nine, eight, seven. I got big play, Darius. Wow, Slay. didn't even make my list. Really? I told you he was on my honorable mention. Oh, you he was again. Do you listen to me? I I, didn't, I don't remember him making your honorable mention. I was going to be concerned. You don't him. listen to me. But when you say list, I thought that includes. Uh, sorry, I thought that included. Um, honorable mentions. Darius Slay, we talked about the Eagles a little bit in our previous segment because of the playoff predictors. Uh, He had an 86.2 coverage grade, and you talked about um, just now Marlon Humphrey being that kind of every down or or Swiss Army knife. Darius Slay is just one of the better coverage corners, if not among the elites. I think he is. I mean, I I have him as my number six guy, or sorry, number... Ten, nine, eight, seven. It's really hard to to read this list when I yeah, don't, list when I don't, numbers. They're hard when I, I don't it. actually yeah. number the guys. Mm-hmm. I just write their Why names. Why don't you down. just number them next time? Seriously. Well, maybe that's a good idea. However, he ranked eleventh in both yards allowed per outside cover snap and percentage of outside targets. So not only is he able to do as a coverage guy inside or outside he's able to do both he's he's not going to be someone who you slide into the slot but he is someone you can rely on basically anywhere in the field as long as he can have that extra step on the on the man on man coverage number 6 for me i got jc jackson the man moving from new england to los angeles to play for the la chargers 
No one in the past two years in the in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball has managed more interceptions than J.C. Jackson. He has 17 over the past couple years. He is best at man coverage. That's primarily what the Patriots employed him in uh, when he was there. But a lot of people don't think that's going to be the case with the Chargers. As Brandon Staley likes to deploy a lot of zone uh, with that defense. So it's going to be interesting to see how this master of man-to-man sure. coverage, J.C. Jackson, adjusts his zone. But he's 26 going on 27, and I don't think he's going to have much of a problem playing zone. It's not like he can't play zone. He just wasn't asked to as much in New England. Maybe he's even better at zone than he is at man just never saw it because Belichick barely plays it. But he'll be asked to play a lot more zone in, in L.A. And he was probably one of, if not the biggest, cornerback on the market this year. And the Chargers, who really wanted to invest on the defensive side of that ball with their personnel, swung for the fences with a five-year, $82.5 million deal at the very beginning of free agency on J.C. Jackson. I got J.C. Jackson my number five. So right there with you in terms of middle of the pack of the top ten. By nine, my number six guy, I got... Xavier Howard out of Miami. Mm-hmm. Xavier Howard, I just talked about Darius Slay being one of the best coverage guys, pure coverage guys. Xavier Howard might be the best pure man-to-man coverage guys. Just two years ago, he had 10 interceptions and 20 pass deflections. Both were among the tops of the NFL. And since 2020, since the start of the 2020 season, Xavier Howard has led the NFL in coverage grade and pressed man. And in that two-year span, He's intercepted seven passes and forced 10 incompletions when in that man coverage. So I know I just gave a lot of praise to Darius Slay. Xavier Howard, though, probably the best man-to-man coverage guy in the NFL. I got him as my number six guy. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind, like... How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Let's start into our top fives. Top five? Number five for me, cracking the list. Yeah, go ahead. Jair Alexander, the cornerback. Ooh, I have a little bit higher. Okay. Um, Injured last year. Uh, AC joint injury that kept him out from week 14 until the division round loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Still high on him, though, if you're Green Bay, because they signed him to a four-year $84 million extension, making him the highest-paid corner in the NFL on an annual basis. Um, it's very small, but that hasn't stopped him from performing in the NFL to this date. Um, yes, he's been injury-prone, and maybe his size helps contribute to that. But if he's on the field, he's definitely in that upper echelon as far as corners are concerned. He's good at man-to-man, but his instincts and his ball hawkness is what makes him so great for that zone scheme that Green Bay likes to run. So he's a perfect fit for Green Bay. It's just a question of staying on the field or not. Uh, mm-hmm. If he can, it'll probably look a lot like 2020 did where he was second-team All-Pro and made his first Pro Bowl. But uh, I think the biggest problem here is injury and his size maybe contributing to those injuries but it's clear that if he was healthy, he is a top five cornerback in my mind. Totally fair. I got him a little bit higher, but my number five guy, as I mentioned, was J.C. Jackson, your number six guy. What, he was the highest paid cornerback in this year's free agency? I think that was a very fair thing for him to to for him to receive, right? He went from— Well, right, because Alexander got the extension, and so it wasn't right, a free agency. Right, yeah. it was a free agency signing to be brought on to a team— to play alongside Denzel Ward in Los Angeles, <clears throat> we talk about these Chargers teams a lot. 
This year, they really seem to be making the push to make the playoffs. J.C. Jackson, a huge addition for that defense. I got him as my number five. But my number four guy, for that matter, I got Marshawn Lattimore as my number four. Number four, you have Marshawn Lattimore. Yep. I have Marshawn Lattimore coming in just a bit higher at number three. But for my number four is where you had number six, Xavier Howard from Miami. I agree with you. I think he's one of the best, if not mm-hmm. the best, man-to-man cover corners in the NFL. Um, he posted 11, 10 interceptions and 20 pass deflections in 2020. I said that. Only player, did you mention how he was the only player other than Aaron Donald and TJ Watt to get defensive player of the year that year? Well, see, I'm a little bit more prepared than you are. Uh, Howard is obviously the best player on that Dolphins defense. Sure. And would have loved to have seen him be paired with Minka Fitzpatrick for their entire Absolutely. Career. I mean, do you, remember that one, do you remember that one interception he had against Detroit falling backwards corner of the end zone one handed? That was on everybody's radar for a couple of weeks. It's crazy to me that over a four-game stretch, weeks 13 to 17 last year, Howard was only targeted eight times, and he allowed just four catches on 54 yards. Like That's the opposite of Trayvon Diggs. They know right. you're too good. They're just They're not, not even going to look at your side Kind of like how teams avoided Minka Fitzpatrick and how Steelers yep. fans got upset because Minka wasn't able to make the big splash plays because he just the ball wasn't being thrown in his direction. It also is just, it reminds me of like Daryl Revis, you know, you just ignore him. You well, just you said, ignore that side of the we field. We both mentioned how we had 10 interceptions, 20 pass deflections in 2020. Those numbers weren't as high in 2021, but that's very likely because of the numbers you just gave over what, that, what was it, a four-week span? Yeah, 13 to 17. Or, so that's a five-week span, 13, 14, 15, a five-week span only eight targets, or only eight, was it eight catches or eight, eight targets? Eight targets, four catches allowed. There you go. I mean, you can't ask for more from a guy who, in a five-week span, only allows four catches. That's less than one catch allowed per game. Been to the Pro Bowl three times, been a uh, first-team All-Pro once, and a second-team All-Pro as well. Yep. Uh, I'd say the only thing maybe going against him is that he is getting a little bit out there. He'll be 29 this year, and... You know, corners, they age faster than others because that's the position where you got to have the speed. The speed, so right. We'll see about maybe him potentially hitting a wall, but maybe not for another two or three years. I still think he's going to be a very crucial member sure. of that defense. So your number four was Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore. Number three. Okay, well, there you go. Let's get it started. So last year, he led the league in 19 pass deflections. He's led the league since he's come into the NFL in 2017 with a total of 74 pass deflections. Again, that, that tops the NFL right there since 2017. He's top five in separation rate and has forced more incompletions, again, in man coverage than any other quarterback last season. So we I know we just spent a lot of time talking about Xavier Howard, but it's probably Xavier Howard and Marshall Lattimore in that one-two punch as the best man-to-man coverage guys right there. And as t- a true shutdown guy, he true. routinely is tasked with and is successful with shutting down guys like Evans, Godwin, DJ Moore, you know, the studs in his division that he has to go up against not once but twice every single season. Um, Inconsistency and streaky play probably keeps him from being considered the best cornerback in the NFL because I think as far as his toolbox is concerned, he's the best. I think he's got all of the best, he's got the best physical skill set. And I mean, those numbers that you laid out don't lie about how, you know, he's one of the best as far as past deflections are concerned. Um, he he can just you know go into a shell of himself every once in a while and have a streak of bad play, but when he's on, his highs are just truly truly elite in every sense of the word. So I, I don't see why anybody would include him out of their top five in any list. Three for me, four for you, which means number three for you is three for me is a guy you had. I believe your number five, my number three, Jair Jair Jair, 
Jerry, 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 Jane Eyre, the author. So you mentioned how they got hurt down the stretch of the season, I believe week 13 or 14 last year. But you look to his last big season in 2020, I, I believe you mentioned this, only allowed 350 yards in a season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about guys that can put up 350 yards or allow 350 yards in a single game. This guy allowed that an entire season. Didn't really miss a step last year. Of course, it, the Packers would have loved to have had him in the playoffs. I'm sure he would have made a big difference when having to cover scheme for guys like Debo Samuel, the team that the one team that the Packers had to face and then consequently lost to in the playoffs last year. So <clears throat> when fully healthy, I do believe he can be one of the best. And I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers is probably kicking himself for not having someone like him on the field in the playoffs when they lost to no, he was back. the Niners. He played against the oh, Niners. Oh, he did? He returned okay. for that game. Probably not himself. No. But it wasn't the Packers defense that blew that game. That's no, for damn sure. It Packers wasn't. defense did an okay enough job of stopping the 49ers. All right, we're up to our top two. Top two. Going to be the same guys. It just depends on the order. Who you got? Who you got? I got Jalen Ramsey at number two. Oh! Second best corner in the league. I got him at my number one. So you got A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell? No, I have Akella Witherspoon at number one. Oh, right. Yeah, I have AJ Joe Hayden, actually. No, A.J. Terrell. I have actually Sean Davis. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a corner, you son He's of a, a bitch. safety. A.J. Terrell is my number one. Let's start with Jalen Ramsey. Your number one, my number two. Guy's been to three first-team All-Pro teams. Been a pro bowler five times. Recently just won his first Super Bowl with the Rams. He's been back-to-back first-team All-Pro with the Rams in the past two seasons as well. Absolutely excellent for him, them. Excellent for Jacksonville when he was in Jacksonville. It's it's really crazy to me to to just think about how he's been in the league uh, since 2016. This long, and he's only and he's only going to be 28 this year. Like yeah. he is the second oldest to Xavier Howard, I think, on this, on list, this list that we've done, but. He's still got three, four years of good play in front of him, and maybe his physicality and his you know, aggressive style of play will have him hit the wall a little bit sooner than most, but one of the best run-defending cornerbacks in the NFL, I don't know if I remember seeing a corner hit like a safety like I do with Jalen Well, Ramsey. it's crazy. I mean, the guy, I mean, we talk about corners being versatile, some guys being specialists in one area, such as man-to-man coverage like Xavier and Howard, but Jalen Ramsey spent nearly a third of his time in the slot last year, and he played over 150 snaps in the box last year. That's second among He's all so NFL corners. He just... can just do. He can really do a lot for you. He's not just some typical coverage guy that can really lock down. Even though he can, even though he is one of the best locked down. You know, people would say a, a great, a great uh, accomplishment by corners to be mentioned so little because. They lock down their side of the field. There's no reason for the opposing team to throw them. And that's still what he does. And he still plays the 30 for snaps in the corner, and he played over 150 snaps in the box. Yeah, that's what they say. You know, a write-up I'm reading of him right now, you know, he can lock down one side of the field if asked of him, but it's the versatility that just mm-hmm. creates so much more value. The Rams did bring back slot defender Troy Hill from Cleveland, though. In this past offseason, after just kind of lending them, so maybe the Ramsey yeah. goes more into that shutdown down role instead of being bumped into the inside because you have a more true slot guy and Troy Hill back on the field. But you don't want to put Jalen Ramsey in a box unless you literally want to put him in your box when you're loading up the box for run defense. When he but can absolutely help, you don't want to limit what he can do. I think his versatility is again what makes him so great. How about this too? Hall of Famer? Give it a couple more years. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe another Super Bowl win. How about this? 
in terms of actual value to a team, <clears throat> excuse me, Ramsey had a 1.37 wins above replacement in the two years he spent with the Rams. No other cornerback mm. has above a 1.0 in that two-year span. Maybe he is the best in the league. Well, I put him in my number one. You're number one. Before we get to that, though, don't you? I said Hall of Fame. You said maybe a couple more years. I think he's in already. Do you think he's got an outside shot of catching prime as the best corner in people's minds in the NFL history? Because I, I think, think a lot of people got think, a couple more whether years. It's, whether that, it's yeah. truly prime or not, don't you agree that most people would say who's the best corner ever? It's they prime. Go, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Like that just seems to be the mm-hmm. the number one. So, well, he he to a time before Devin Hester broke that return record, but still had the most interceptions returned for touchdowns. He obviously did the best job and big plays, but he was still a lockdown guy. Number one on my list is a guy who was just drafted out of Clemson a couple of years ago. He will only be 24 when this season starts, but that's A.J. Terrell from the Atlanta Falcons, the team that originally had Deion Sanders on their roster. There you so go. here come maybe another baby Before Deion he went to play for another, what, four or five Dallas teams? in San Francisco. In Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. Won the Super Bowl, I think, the second Super Bowl with the Ravens as well. I think he won one with the Cowboys, one with the Niners, and one with the Ravens. I think you might be right about yeah. that. Not with the Falcons, though. He's a beast. What can I say? But not with the Falcons. But with the Falcons, he did play in a World Series game for the Braves and a football game at the same day. So same day. that's pretty damn impressive. Do you watch that 30 for yeah, 30? Yeah, one of the yeah, best ones. Uh, but anyway, back to A.J. Terrell. I mean, a lot of potential in this pick, but also the guy was one of the best cornerbacks last year in the entire NFL. Um, according to the Next Gen Stats uh, thing that I pulled up as far as Levi Wallace is concerned, he was he was top of the list as far as, you know, saving um, – his team points that they allowed based on his coverage. He was one of the best players. You said Levi Wallace was eighth on that eighth list. Eighth on that list was Levi Wallace. And AJ Terrell, Terrell is number yep. one. Target, ex- targeted expected points adding, basically a player's impacts on the opponent's scoring potential. Uh, AJ Terrell was number one on that list. So. How about this? The only cornerback, only, sorry, one of two cornerbacks to play at least 1,000 snaps last year be targeted less than 66 times. That's the thing, right? Like, his numbers weren't Trayvon Diggs' numbers, and everybody was all about Trayvon Diggs while he was kind of just quietly going along on a really bad football team in Atlanta and being the best in the league. Again, no one wants anything to do with Terrell. No one wants to throw the ball towards him. They just ignore that side of the field because he's just too good of a cornerback. Um... This guy to only be on his rookie deal still, mm-hmm. and already in my mind be number one, in your mind be number two in the league. Uh, Falcons gotta keep this guy in Atlanta much for rather, as long as possible. You would he's much, a stud. In, in in terms of younger guys, I think the two youngest guys we've mentioned on this list today were Trayvon Dix and AJ Terrell. Would you ha- much rather have AJ Terrell moving forward? It's not even a question. It's not even right. a question about that. And he's actually going to have a legitimate cornerback number two well, how about in this? Atlanta because Casey Hayward will be his running I mate. mentioned he was only one of two guys to have a 1,000 snaps. Guy? It was Casey Hayward Jr. So all of a sudden, does Atlanta have one of the best no. cornerback no. Oh, tandems well, oh, in the yeah, NFL? Cornerback tandems, but overall teams, no. you got to build somewhere, though, right? So they're starting sure. from the back and building up. But it is funny to find, like, random outlier amazing position groups on bad on teams. terrible teams and i they're top five cornerback in the league right right now With I, Casey i'd Hayward say and it's Terrell. now them and probably only second to marlon humphrey and marcus peters wow atlanta might be because the number levi two, yeah. because levi wallace is no longer with redavious white 
Yeah, it's it's a great uh, cornerback tandem that they have built there in Atlanta for sure. All right, that'll do it for cornerbacks in our positional power rankings there. Only one more position group to go, like we said, and that'll be the offensive line. So we'll do that at one point next week. But that's going to do it for the Steelers Standard, and that's going to do it for this week's episodes. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opperman. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.